When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. End around and a reverse. Here comes Jamison Williams. Explodes to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit. Superman dive for number nine. Blue. Blue. Kool-Aid drinker. We're back. We are back, baby. We are streaming live on YouTube. That's at DTBK. If you're listening on the podcast, subscribe on there. Or if you're hopping right now, we appreciate you being here. We're here to celebrate a Lions 33-28 victory. A game where they raced out to a 21-0 lead. And then we'll have a conversation about how they let them back into the game a little bit. But ultimately pulled it out. But before we get into all that, let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. We got Rudd Dog. Yo! Connor. Yo! And yo, Jay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. All right, gentlemen. So, first of all, I just want to take a bow. I, I'm, I'm on my hands and knees bowing towards Sam Laporta because he had the game of his life. Oh, he oh, stepped boy. up. Yeah. <laughs> he stepped up when we need him to today. Nine catches, 140 yards, a touchdown. 140 of the 213 passing yards from Goff. Amon Ra had the other, had 49 other ones, and then. Uh, JMO had one catch, Reynolds had a catch, but I mean, basically, to production crew guys, one main guy in Laporta. What a draft pick! I'm, I was, I just want to start this off extremely positive uh, because this team, got, you know, they they got off to a horrible start last game on Thanksgiving, came out guns a blazing in this one. Um, but first, just on Sam Laporta, I, I'm going to throw it over to UJ first. Uh, what what do you see out of him now that we didn't even uh, like? a few weeks ago i mean this this is like um, this is unbelievable well it's a good question uh just dripping confidence right now and and his uh, he's just so smooth and fluid and the way he runs his routes i, I don't know it's unbelievable and anything i uh, remember he was uh knocked for having bad hands supposedly in, in early preseason and stuff like that and they were they were worried about his hands man he is he's one of the most sure catchers we have on that team incredible uh and he's just clutch. Him, him and Amon Ra just together, just two of the most clutch receivers, you know, I've ever seen. Just fantastic. I, I don't know what this else to say about him. This guy's just having a hell of a rookie year. He's going to break every record there is for a rookie tight end. Sixty-six, awesome. yeah, sixty-four catches on the year, six hundred seventy-nine yards. He's on pace to just get just to a thousand, maybe. Uh, he, he's going to be really close to that if he, especially if he gives up this ridiculous uh, type of game. But Rudd Dog, how are the Lions using him? Uh, and what, and why, what, I mean, is it, why is golf like 
looking his way so much, or was it just a matchup thing today? Uh, that because he's good, Z. Uh, he's really good, and they're using him really good. <laughs> I mean, I, like UJ said, he's so damn fluid and smooth. Like he loses no energy, wastes no. He's so efficient in his movements that even cornerbacks on him are just going to struggle when he breaks those routes off. So clean, uh, no wasted movement. He's a stud. I mean, and what like they're using him well, and I mean, with his ability combined with just this offense's firepower, it's you know he gets forgotten sometimes, flips out and. Makes a big, big play. It's 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 just excellent. This dude is everything you hope for in a tight end. He blocks really well and is just an outstanding route runner. Connor, Sam Laporta thoughts. I want to apologize to Sam. Uh, I benched him in fantasy, and I'm going to lose oh. because of that. Um, wow. I, I don't know why. Connor, holy that cow. was unwise. <sighs> It's like whenever I bench him, he pops off. Whenever I start him, I should have started Kittle. I have both of them. Um, but, man, Sam's great. And like you guys all said, it, it really comes down to his route running and his awareness. And I I feel like he's turning into our Kelsey where it's like if, if something's going bad, you know, and the play's breaking down, you can always look downfield to Sam, and he's going to hoist in a good 12, 15-yard gain and get a first for you. So. That's awesome. I, I really love it. And we got him on a long time on a rookie deal. So mm-hmm. we got a lot mm-hmm. of good years ahead with him. And just a reminder how the Lions even uh, got to the position in the draft to get Laporta. They actually traded back uh, from their first from the sixth pick um, overall, which was the Rams pick. Uh, so uh, they Break traded this the down, first. Zeke, I've been wanting to hear this for a while because I keep <laughs> thinking about it. And, then I, and I'm like, it's more convoluted than it seems at first. But go ahead. Well, remember, they get, they had the sixth <laughs> overall pick going in the 2023 draft. Um, and that was because the Rams had a poor season. And, and that that first round pick was from the Matt Stafford trade. So they trade out of the sixth spot. Um, I think after Devin Witherspoon, they found out wasn't there, most likely. Um and so they, they trade the sixth and 81st overall pick, their first and third round selections to Arizona in exchange for Arizona's first, uh, second, and fifth. So the 12th, 34th, and 168th pick overall. Mm-hmm. So they use the 12th, obviously, on Gibbs, 34th on Laporta, and 168th. Uh, trade up for um, Branch. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go back and check that one. But uh, <laughs> So we got 34 in the trade back. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. So well done, Brad Holmes, uh, managing the draft. Absolutely. Especially we're, we we can draft the tight end really high, just not in the first round. Just right <laughs> at the top of the second, right. right outside of the first. <laughs> I'm so glad they took Kincaid first too, and that like, he fell to us there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because yeah, Meyer, Mayer, Michael Mayer, uh, who a lot of people had, not us, higher. but others, um, had him ranked higher, uh, and he was the third tight end pick, and he's been okay for the Raiders. That you know. Different offense, different situation. But nonetheless, great situation for the Lions. Uh, yep. I mean, the thing I really like about Laporta, he just he, he's really good at positioning his body well, um, runs his routes extremely well, especially for a tight end. And he is a really good blocker slash, like, shed blocker. Uh, like, he, he can post up for one second. And he if you, go, if you watch his technique, he's really good at, like, looking like he's going to block and then shedding and like kind of ripping underneath. He, he dips his shoulder really well to like get, get his momentum going forward. Um, gets off. It, it works in pass protection plus the pass. Uh, and uh, I think that's part of where his success lies. He's just really, really efficient and just uh, really good technique. Gets more he is. And obviously the athletic ability is there. 
Yeah. yeah. One more thing about him, Z, I think is it's is a little under because you're it's so he's such a marvel physically in the way he operates, but like I think it's just that that character that they found in him. They like they like the way this they filter the for character and mindset and mentality and intelligence and football intellect and stuff i think is really obviously showing out when with a guy like him and, and like he because he's because he, it's a tight end you know athleticism only gets you so far when you're a rookie tight end you got to have a certain level of experience of, or understanding of schemes and and all the things you have to do because it's seen as like the second hardest position on offense after like quarterback so because you have to do so much and man he's just picked it up all in stride like and ridiculously fast to be so effective in every phase of the game blocking and receiving it's just so impressive for a rookie should part of our off-season uh podcast episode should we go to his hometown really understand where that character comes from <laughs> from the roots yeah uh, he's yeah, from go, island illinois which is in home. south <laughs> west illinois it looks relatively close to st louis actually hey uh, mrs uh, laporta tell us about your son <laughs> show up on his front porch sure yeah i mean it's a town of 9900 there's a very good chance we run into several people that know him there. <laughs> that's true we'll yeah. just go to the bar or something downtown maybe you know his character like in that sort of situation really just really understand maybe stop yeah, we, fights or something we might find know. out some bad stories like <laughs> <laughs> He was well, a wild child. No, anyways, Connor, you're you're a former resident of St. Louis. Have you heard of kind Highland, of. Illinois, Madison County? Uh, you know, I lived there for like a month. Really? Uh, no, I've not. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, <laughs> Joe now, from St. Louis. That's he's got that. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get in. Do you want to go with the more good or? going to maybe the good or the Aaron Glenn that's what you're asking let's go some more good let's go some more all right let's go with the good they started off this game electric uh they come out and they score uh touchdown get a pick now you can argue we'll get into the pick part but really nice catch by Brian Branch oh yeah such great Uh, reflexes it's uh shades of the Kansas City game from the first game of the year where he's really good Mm -hmm. uh um, picking up those bobbles. You see you guys drop it all the time in the NFL. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Really good job there. And then the Lions uh, convert. They they had two not okay plays, but then on third and six, Sam Laporta over the middle. Um, and the Lions, I was like, please don't set up a field goal. I don't want it. And then, yes, they found it down 14 0 to start the game. Three and out on the next drive. And the Lions come down in three plays to score again. Uh, nice pass to Sam Laporta again on the sideline. And then Amon Ross St. Brown uh, touchdown. Nice touch. And the Lions are twenty one nothing. We we like that, right? The Lions coming out hot starting this game. That was a good change of pace compared to what we saw on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Where is the option, yeah. really? Protecting a lead's always better than well, not always, but it's often better than chasing. And you know, though I've I've watched a lot of games over the years. And I even played in a few in my youth, but uh sometimes when a team breaks out to a huge lead like that, you know, you get this <laughs> I don't know. I get this sense of dread because I've seen it happen too many times or the oh, team yeah. breaks out early and you go, oh, my God. Well, all that makes is the other team hunker down and get right. tougher. And there was so much time left in the game. And it's yeah. only natural that New Orleans came back in this thing because it's just the way it is, man. <laughs> but we but, hold on. So. Or is it, UJ? Is it? Because yeah. some people would argue, well, there are people on this podcast that... 
the Lions defense was going to show up at some point that we know of and not the one from earlier in the season. Rut, what's Rut? What Rudug? He's pointing the wrong way, I think. Wait, yeah, I am. I don't know where you're pointing. It's hard. It's like mirror. It's like oh, mirror. you're pointing at Connor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pointing at Connor. Third time's the charm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, eventually. You're a big proponent of uh, relieving Aaron Glenn of his job, him moving his family out of Detroit, um, them having to find a new home, uh, find yeah. a new school. Um, anyways, <laughs> your thoughts on Aaron Glenn right now? Uh, I know you you reached on it before. Then here's another game, and and don't um, hold back, Connor. Don't hold back. Let it loose, baby. One of the worst. Um, I think it. One of the worst offenses in the NFL. The Lions go twenty eight points to. I think it is concerning how good the Saints' offense looked against us, and I think a lot of teams are viewing the Lions' D as a get right game. Oh, you're struggling. Nice. I don't. Like if this. you can't complete passes or get your run game going, just play the Lions. Aaron Glenn. Door wide open. He's a very giving coordinator. Probably the most giving <laughs> we've had in the last five, ten years. Look, uh, the Lions have an elite offense. It's, it is the I Christmas like their, season, Connor. I like their it is. I like their special teams. And I like some of their playmakers on defense. And Irvin, I thought, played a pretty good game, you know. He almost killed Derek Carr, but he got a penalty. I thought that was See, bullshit, that by the way. That should have been know. a penalty. I know the league I calls that all stupid. year. I hate but it. That's just a clean tackle. It's the uh, rule. Play of the, the game, rule. though. It is the rule, but the rule is stupid. I'm with you, Connor. Connor, we are totally in sync. Um, I hate the freaking Everybody hates so the much. rule. I, I hate it so much that I don't even recognize its validity. Let me ask this. Are you guys not at least somewhat concerned? I'm extremely concerned. Okay, yeah. thank you. Of course no. I'm concerned. I, mean, I am too. I am too. <laughs> I had no confidence no. our defense was going to stop them. <laughs> That's no the for game. me, dog. Quite honestly... The defense didn't really do that good of a job. Jameis Winston just couldn't hit an open receiver. Um, yeah. And even on the interception early in the game, uh, that was also a wide open receiver. The guy just dropped the ball. I mean, we were there. We took advantage of it. But it wasn't great defense. The pass rush didn't get home. Yeah. It was something we saw. The fumble um, was purely the Saints fucking yeah. up. Oh, that it was wasn't like too. the Lions generated so, that. <laughs> the Lions yeah. had a good amount of luck in this game to pause the victory, but uh, luck is only going to take you so far in the playoffs, which is our ultimate goal here. It's a nine and three team. We love this Lions team. Don't get us wrong. Yes, absolutely. And we're drinking yeah. the Kool Aid on their season. I got you. But wrong. at the same time, we are concerned. Rud Dog, try to spin it in a positive direction. Even though uh, I, I apparently twenty eight points a game given up is acceptable to you. But go yeah, let me say, don't worry about a thing. I am Every little thing things. is gonna be all right. Like. Look, I'm not worried. This, yeah, sure. Our defense does not look like the best defense to ever play the game right now. Oh, God. But, like, look, we keep ourselves. They do what we need to win the majority of the time. I know it doesn't look great in the raw stats and things, but we are 9-3, and three, and a lot of that thanks this defense, including the turnovers, but not just the turnovers, their ability to often stifle the run game for the other team. Uh, they, there's a lot of good things going on in this defense, but I will admit, you know, they're giving up more than I'd like and all that, but. I, and I think, honestly, when I really look at it down to the brass tacks, where we're at in this roster rebuild, it's just we're not, you know, the 49ers. We don't have four first-round draft picks on our front line or the Eagles. We don't have, you know, we're, we're doing with guys who kind of no one really ever heard of for the most part outside of Hutch. And, uh, well, Bruce Irvin was a revelation uh, today, which was nice. I just don't see the concern uh, in the sense that, we're just going to keep chugging, baby. This team's got the right attitude, the right mentality the, to just keep focusing down and hunkering down. 
we we've been asking for just a a halfway decent defense forever, and we're at we least halfway done. decent. And uh, and this offense is so good. When this team is gelling, we can beat anybody. And I know we've been struggling a little bit, but it's a long season. We're still nine and three. I ain't worried. And the future is only brighter and brighter. You know, whatever happens this year, the future only gets brighter. And that's the exciting thing. Because people, I've seen people like arguing it both ways online. Like, oh, they should have like sold out at like the trade deadline or in free agency. And it's like, then it's like, oh, but they like, uh, they don't have the talent or, uh, or what? No, uh, they aren't committed to, oh, no future. This is going to be like a one and done window. Well, run dog. They're, got- so they're pretenders. But like. We're built to go forever. We purposely didn't sell out at the trade deadline because we're betting on a bright future, and this team well, as nice. is can beat anybody. And one more thing. Let me just finish. Uh-huh. Let me finish. Uh-huh. CD Deuce is going to come back, and it's going to be like Bob Sanders for the Colts when they won the Super Bowl that year. He's going to electrify our defense to get us through a badass playoff run, and we're going to take it all. I ain't worried. All right. Well, none of that made me feel better about the Lions' defense currently. Yeah, that's your choice. <laughs> Basically, um, they're building for the future, is what you're saying. No, so I'm saying sucks now. I think we got the horses now. We just need to, you know, keep working as a team. I just don't think we have the obvious like roster personnel to be listed among the top defenses. Yeah. Well, they've rated as the worst defense the last five weeks. Uh, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, they're nine and three. For you. Uh, like I said, apparently you're okay with giving up 26 points a game. So. <laughs> Which is what they've averaged the last five that games way. against bad I, I think about nine and three. Not even the Eagles, see? not even the 49ers, yeah. Yeah, well, what did the Eagles do today? Gave up 40-plus points, too. Yeah, well, they, they, they hit a wall. They hit a wall, like we did last week. We yeah. hit a wall last week. So. I ain't worried. But the, it hasn't been a constant thing over the course of, like, a month and a half, two months for them. It has What's for our us. record over that stretch? What's our record? Yeah. We lost a game. Oh, no. One? I think. What big Z's well, this goes to back is. to the Ravens game, so we've lost two games actually in that time frame. Out of how many? Yeah. If we're barely beating bad teams because our defense is so bad, what happens when we run into the Niners or the Eagles in the playoffs? I just yeah. didn't think they're I think I just so. didn't think playoffs the whole story okay with accepting care. something below mediocrity. Like this is not even mediocre. Look, you said I want bad, right. like, it is a bad defense. Right don't now. you? I, I get out. this is a long term rebuild, but don't you want to do something this year too? I said we're going to win yeah. the Super Bowl, so yeah, I think so. It's it's kind of a revelation when you pull a thirty six year old guy off his couch and bring him in, and he improves your defense. Um, yeah, we're, we're struggling on that defensive line a little bit. Uh, so no, a lot. And, and the symbiotic relationship between the defensive line and the secondary is is just not working. We had one coverage sack today, which was that was awesome. When's the last time we've seen a coverage sack? It's been a while. So uh, yeah, we we need help <laughs> or we need improvement. And I don't know if it's scheme. Oh, they blitz more. And and here's another thing. Yeah, I just want to say that about blitzing. Every time we blitz, it seems so obvious to the opponent. And then they they hit us with a screen pass or hit us with something like like how did they know? They just know like we're we're just telegraphing or something. We don't hide blitzes. We don't blitz much enough as it is. You know, I think I think we should incorporate that in the game a little more and try to get a little more pressure because we're not doing it with our line. So I mean that go, that's on Glenn, in, in my opinion. Yes. So I agree. I would agree. They watch like a Brian Flores defense <laughs> for the Vikings. Watch how they disguise their blitzes. It's it's much better. They. They uh they're they like to play like seven guys almost up at the line and then you don't know who's coming from where uh you see that I, I right. think the Chiefs do that fairly often uh but definitely Brian Flores if you want to see someone uh, he blitzes yeah. at the highest rate in the league so uh, he, 
as more opportunities get created because he does I mean, so like, often. But statistically, this defense definitely struggles. But like I think in the to- context of these games, it's not like we've won in spite of them every game. They often are a reason and contribute to our wins. Like they are, they either get turnovers or they get enough holds to win the game. Uh, or like, you know, even in games where our offense puts them well behind the eight ball, they, they kind of pick up the slack. I mean, the stats just don't tell the whole story. We're nine and three and it's not just be not like by magic. This, this defense contributes to winning. Uh, I know they need to get better. I, I'm not arguing that they, they can't, you know, giving up points like that is unsustainable, but I think when they get their shit right, and I think they're going to get even better down the stretch here, uh, especially when we get CD back and we get hopefully Houston back. That would be great. But Houston back would be huge. Well, well yeah. So huge. Well, folks, you know, I, hey, we, we all drink the Kool-Aid here, okay? But uh, Rudd Dog here is an example of someone who, who overdoes it and has a Kool-Aid Oh, am problem. I? Oh, am I? I I'm not, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not the one building a stomach ulcer during the middle of the game because I have to, like, get super anxious about it. And I just know we're going to win when you guys are all crying the whole game. We won, like I predicted. So what? We all predicted they'd won. Yeah, we all predicted you're oh, not yeah, unique we predicted. Well, the chats you don't seem your com- I don't see the confidence in your predictions during the chats of the game, okay? Oh, uh, well. Are you finished? Yeah. <laughs> Are you done now? Go, Connor. Go. Or do you want to rate go. for another 45 minutes about yes, go. how this okay, defense sweet. is perfect? So, you guys, I do you like <laughs> ignoring the fact that we have like one of the best offenses in the league? You're like, oh, oh I think our it- offense is great. Yeah. Why am I ignoring the offense? How? Where? I'm just saying, you're like, oh, the defense is doing enough to win us games, but I think it's yeah. more the offense. They're both top are. Five like technically are because we're winning the games. It's As team, fun. it's a team effort, and the defense is doing enough to win most of our games. So let's get off this argument and press on, gentlemen. But it's kind of the core on. argument, uh, especially amongst the Lions fans. I feel this is what, what how to what's fix on this everyone's issue. mind. It's the biggest well, issue. By far. I will. T- I will tell you I something. Already. Let me. I, I do think. Campbell, remember a couple of years ago when he fired uh, Pleasant or whatever that guy's name was, the cornerbacks coach, and yeah. we turned our defense around, right? Well, I, I think in my mind, or at least in my mind, that Campbell's got to be thinking about this defense and it's, it's eating Absolutely. at him. And his buddy, Aaron Glenn, you know, I mean, here he's at a tipping point in his career almost, like where he's a potential head coach and all this stuff, and he's, you know, he's with a good team. If you were to do something that to demote him somehow, it would be a awful it would be just really bad it would be bad optics it would be bad for his buddy his good friend and all that i think he's riding this one out to the end at least this season and see what happens but uh so you're saying dan campbell would fire him so if it wasn't we personal. should sacrifice he might a coach. he might that's what you're saying like well it worked once coach. it worked once linebackers coach who can we sacrifice <laughs> i mean here's the problem the again the problem i think the biggest problem is the pass rush because if you saw like the lions today on third and long they had to blitz somebody to try to get pressure on yeah and then they them blitzing open up passing lanes <laughs> uh for the saints to convert uh, that just can't happen especially on the third and 15s yeah, we're um, just shitty at blitzing. We need to get better at it. I don't know. Disguise it better. Turn around. Yeah. You just I'm not don't... sure how you turn around this this late in the season. I don't either. I don't either. Well, they did it last year. Some of them. But then again, you know, there was the... Everyone talks about the firing, but I think the biggest thing was the revelation of James Houston last year. <laughs> you got a, another dynamic pass rusher to compliment Hutch. And uh, you know this Bruce yeah. Irvin development is is promising. Well, it was but, promising, uh, yeah. But you know we need. It was more promising 
in the sense that somebody besides Aiden Hutchinson made a play off the edge for us, which we which we haven't really. And by the way, I, game. I feel bad for Hutch, man. They are just I I was keying on him a lot today just to see you know if it's really Hutch or they are just sending two guys on him every play. It's it's brutal. He he no is just is a threat. He is the biggest uphill right. battle when he goes into the game. He's 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 working so hard out there, man. He's just working his ass off. We'll and he's just back to home. And then uh, they're just they're just double teaming him every play. It he's it's not for lack of effort. I'll tell you that. No, no. we never followed Hutch for lack of effort. That's for sure. That's so, you know that's that, then if you straight. want to start pointing fingers, then you know Brad Holmes. I mean, we had a large discussion. Would the Lions get somebody to trade the line, and they didn't. Um, well, I mean, and if like, you want to talk about that, Brad Holmes, you could talk about Jalen Carter. Well, yeah, I mean, Brad, Jalen good. Carter. Or, the trade deadline, I think, is an argument that's not as good because, like, it's not like we get, you know, Montez Sweat for the same price the Bears do because if the Bears offer their second versus ours, they're going to take the Bears' second over ours easy. We're going to have to pad that even more. Uh, you're just assuming we can get these for the same the value they went for, which, you know, probably not with our record. You know, so, like, I'm just saying, like, and then what are you doing? You're sending big resources after guys who are not necessarily, you know, the most wanted. Sweat, I would have been a little interested in, but, like, I don't, like, what's his name? Uh, Young would Jay have Young. been, like, a big resource dump into him with the injury pass and stuff. Well, I think wouldn't have been worth it. Uh, and I like this what like, so I do think the long-term view is a huge part of why we're at where we're at in our roster, which we're 9-3. and three, with a roster that, you know, on defense isn't the most impressive in that front. I mean, it's clear that next year we got to dump major resources into our front. Really just our pass rush, just the edge rushers and D tackles. Uh, I think that's clear. Cause who, well, I think like, part who of it is the, Buchanan. Well, I think, the, I mean, the Lions were hoping to get more out of their second round draft picks and Pascal and Levi. Yes. They thought they'd be more developed at this point. Um, Broderick Martin hasn't even played this year. Uh, Right. Well, I think Houston one week, was sorry, a big factor too. Huh? Houston was a big factor too, and he got injured so early. He was, but he, we didn't even draft him. Um, <laughs> what? He was undrafted, free agent. Right? No, oh, no, he's six we round drafted round him, round but then we cut him. We drafted right. him, right. cut right. it, right. cut him, and then re-signed him. You're right, you're right. And he broke out. You're right. But um, no, I mean, I mean, part of the problem is that our draft picks haven't panned out uh, at the D line in the second round too. True. So, I, I think they were hoping maybe to not invest. Uh, money into well, that, and, and that's the thing. Like Pascal is just getting more and more reps. I still think he's going to get better and better. Um, mm. We got some developing good run guys. Stopper. Uh, yeah. The knock he, on him coming out of college is that he's not a good pass rusher. Well, you know they moved him more inside lately, and uh, I think he's more, a little more effective there. You know, from the inside. Yeah, he's a little quicker inside. Yeah, as a pass rusher, or uh, like no, just as just playing inside. I think he's been able to make a few more plays, probably mostly in the run game, but. Still, he seems more effective. He's, he's yeah, not effective from the game. edge. The the Lions in the run game are largely okay. Like they they gave up a big one to Taysom early in this game, but they they adjusted there. I will say that they did. Taysom didn't really have a big run after that. Um, but it's the pass game. That's the issue. <laughs> it's the pass rush specifically, yeah. and I will. I mean, like that much is clear. Like you know, whatever blue tinted glasses I'm looking through, like there's no doubt our pass rush is just not nearly as effective as we need it to be. And also, to, oh, I'm sorry. To be fair, though, I think in this rebuild, if we look back on it in a macro sense, I think we're like ahead of where we 
we're hoping to be. So like now we're, we're feeling a little regret that we're not good enough. Oh, we're, we're not quite there yet. We're actually a little ahead of, though. So I think the plan. Yeah. Like, well, when you compare our years over building our roster to like the 49ers and the Eagles. Not well, we were long. missing we were missing uh, Anzalone today, so there was a combination of Barnes or I'm sorry, Campbell got the start. He had the green dot. Barnes out there, Rodrigo getting in there as well, and then Jalen Reeves Maven. Jalen Reeves Maven probably the most flashy. He made some big plays. Yeah. He was all over the place on special teams. He was killing it. Possessed on special teams. Uh, what do we think of Campbell out there today? I, I thought he started off really well, kind of with the rest of defense. Uh, yeah, and then he got in natural position. Looked good. Yeah, yeah, uh, but he had a decent game. When it comes to pass, uh, pass pro or uh, um, pass defense for him, he, he's still he's still lacking a little bit. But you think so? It, uh, oh yeah, he, he's mean, a, definitely the worst rated linebacker in the league in pass pro. So. Really, I thought it was like we dropped in a bunch of zones today. Was he in man coverage at all, or? Um, I, I, I have to go back and look, but, uh, I mean, there, there was, I just didn't notice them much in pass coverage. I mean, do you have the, the one cat? I mean, the lions got the break early on in the game with Brian branch catching the tip pass, but then I feel like karma kind of bit him back when branch tipped it to Olave. Well, there's, I want to talk about that branch is the most selfish player on this team. You know, that was headed right for Jerry Jacobs. He was just waiting for the dead ball coming in his hands and branches. Not, 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 I don't, I'm not gonna let you take this. And, but then, you know, he tips it away. You know, so selfish. <laughs> that was a bit unlucky. You might argue that. Uh, so unlucky. St. <laughs> Brown is selfish, too, because that one that Goff was throwing at Donovan People jones in the back of the end zone wide open, he jumped up and knocked away. Yeah. <laughs> thinking yeah. it was for him. <laughs> uh, no. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that was the great thing. Like, Jameson Winston, like, that ball was nowhere near his player. <laughs> like, it took a good defensive play to make it a completion. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, Cable had nine tackles, Barnes had nine tackles, Walker and Branch uh, had seven each. Um, Kirby Joseph got beat again bad in this game. Luckily, Derek Carr yes. had a horrible lead undertone pass. Yes. Up. But that's two weeks in a row. We've seen him bite uh, on the underneath route and get beat over the top. Must be uh, a he's, tendency. Yeah, he, he's got to adjust soon to that. that that's something a, a team like the Eagles <clears throat> are going to exploit for sure. Or the or the 49ers. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was okay for now. Incomplete today. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't incomplete last week uh, when he bit on it. Um, on the opening play. That was, like, almost very similar to the opening play of the Packers game. last. That week. was Tracy Walker, though, wasn't it, on that Packers Oh, game? you're right. Ah, shoot, you're right. It was Walker. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but maybe, is there something our safeties are doing? Just Why we need to Yes, it is our safeties. They're not getting deeper than the receiver. I mean, they're they're just somehow letting these guys go by him. So it's got to be on them. I mean, it's their job. They're the safety. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to prevent that. Well, like Walker against the Packers and, and Kirby in this one, you know. So And Kirby's been quiet this year, you know, strangely. Uh, you know, we were looking at him to be this, like, breakout player because of what he did last year. And he's just sort of been quiet, if you ask me. He made plays here and there, but, uh, you know. Actually, I thought our safeties were more uh, notable, like when Iffy was in there, uh, a little more physical. You know what happened to Iffy? Is he out? No, he's he's there. He's just not not really getting into much. Uh, They still Hmm. prefer to have Kirby and and company and over him. Do you guys remember the the Colts Super Bowl run with Peyton Manning? Yeah. I I just because I don't – there was a that year their defense was like garbage 
uh, and except for they had a great offense. And then they had it was like the first rush. game of the playoffs, and they were playing against uh, I think it was the Chiefs, and they had like Priest Holmes or someone great, like a really good running back. And but Bob Sanders, who had been out all year, like finally made his return and like just transformed the entire defense. They went on a run right through the playoffs, and like and went. I think. Getting CJGJ, getting CD Deuce back in the the lineup could be an absolute like boost to this team, and he's already been making hints about this this month. On he Twitter. claims the first Vikings game he'll be back for. That would be uh, awesome. We'll see, That's that would really help his talent, man. That would really help. We need a guy who understands how to be near the ball like he does. I safety. do agree he would bolster the secondary, but he's not going to bolster the pass rush. <laughs> He might both, but like no. we finally got a coverage sack today. Like he would add to that potentiality at the freaking least. Like, I don't disagree with you there. You I, know, but I, the Colts had two good pass rushers in that defense. Well, if we get Houston, back, well, they did. They did. If Irvin keeps doing what he's doing to, did today, I think that could change a lot. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, like this defense isn't. It's they're going to keep getting guys like Passler and keep getting better with experience. I, I just don't. I'm not back. I mean, I, yes. You know what? I'm like, a, if I take all my Kool-Aid out of my system, there's concern, whatever. But I ain't worried. You can have Kool-Aid in your system and still be concerned, bro, dog. No. Nah. Um, my concern. Yeah. That's just called delusion. We're we're a Kool-Aid drinker. No, it's just team. it's just a choosing not to be worried. Can anyone name the other? Is worthless. Can anyone name the other uh, pass rusher for the Colts on that defense? Uh, there was Freeney Dwight Freeney. That was what I remember. Uh, Mathis. Mathis. Yeah, Mathis. yeah, that was what I couldn't Robert remember. Mathis. That was one of the greatest combos ever, man. Those two guys were unbelievable for several years. They were really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, but let's throw back at the offensive side. Uh, <laughs> a couple of really good things. Obviously, the run game continues to grind it out really well. Four point seven yards a carry. That, of course, included a thirty-six yard. Run by Gibbs. Yeah, a 19 baby. yard reverse nice. to JMO, which was beautifully done. Yeah, oh my god, awesome. JMO went for the poster shot, too, didn't he? At the end, there, the Superman, dash. yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Such Those a are the good... kind of ways I'd like to see it. them use his speed. He's just so fast. He's it was hard. good to see him. I, I did you see this? Throw to one target this game. <laughs> That's my concern. Oh, he did catch one nice pass early, yeah, one on his target. Um, yeah. Oh, you said one target, I thought you said no target. Um. Yeah. Like, did, I would did you say, see the stat on Jama? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Jamison Williams reached a top speed of 20.7 miles an hour on his 19 year yard end around. And he's done short. reached 20 plus on four of his 16 touches this year. 20 plus okay. miles an hour. You 25%. That's awesome. I actually was curious about his speed. And that feeds right into what I was gonna say is like I'm I'm just annoyed that we don't try to enforce our will a little bit more deep with guys like him like let's just take some shots like i feel like our offense is very determined to take what they get sometimes instead of just enforcing their will and i express this like i i ben like because like are we just gonna forget that whole comeback was spurred on by like what like four or five straight three and outs by our offense like it wasn't like the defense was the only one to blame for that comeback the offense just went like into hibernation in the middle of the game after getting 21 points like so i mean i'm not i like i mean the offense is great but you know they contribute to the way the games go and today they were struggling during the middle part of the game uh, despite all the points we scored and i sometimes i just feel like we just we got a super fast guy look what the freaking like dolphins do they just let 
Tyreek run and then chuck it. Like, <laughs> like, why don't we do something like that more? I would like to see that a little more, though. To be honest. Well, Tyreek's one of the best receivers in the league. He the is. Drum, so it's not quite the same. But, but he's got know, that speed. Jamo's got that speed, though. We just turn him loose a little bit. You no, know, just, they do need to turn him loose. Even just throw it. Yeah, like just as a threat. I just Doesn't it make you wonder if they're holding out for the end of the season, like to turn him loose? Does Does that make you wonder a little bit? I mean, I hope that's the case. That'd be great. It's a hell of a thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing. They should open him up soon, though, because uh, I don't know. I know. I know, but I do love the kid's grit, man. He's a he's a hard nosed player. I mean, he blocks well downfield. He's he, he's exciting, man. He needs to get the ball in his hands more. Mm-hmm. We need to get him more. Oh, so let's let's get just like one second with Jared Goff. Please. He had a, a nice comeback game here for him. Yeah, he's been yeah. getting uh, crapped on a little bit lately, and partly because of his own doing. But uh, just a terrific game by him, throwing some dimes, man, through some tight windows, and uh, and that last pass for the first down to David <laughs> Reynolds was fucking no, that no, to right. Reynolds to get the first down to seal the game. Oh, he, he was under huge duress, running yeah. through the, the gets hit while he's doing this weird yeah. dump pass, and uh, and gets it completes the ball to him for the first down to seal the game. That was an awesome play. Awesome yeah. play by him. And, and the Montgomery lost. one would have yeah. been maybe his arguably his best throw of the year uh, if he Excellent. completed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You rarely st- see him try a Patrick Mahomes-esque throw, like moving I forward, know. side arm I, off to the side. That should have been caught too. Yeah, it's like right. Absolutely, it should have been caught. Like yeah. he was, he was really. I thought like his, he was really good in the pocket today. I mean, he took some sacks, but that was mainly because the O line whiffed more than on him. But like. He was very active in the pocket, moving up like that pass to Montgomery, the pass to Reynolds. There was a couple more where he made some nice. He was very active. He wasn't just a statue back there. I thought he looked really good today. I mean, it wasn't his best like yards or anything, but he dropped some dimes. Like that one to St. Brown over the deep middle where he just like just oh, threw a yeah. bullet right into his hand. Yeah, that was sweet. Three, three guys, just perfect. He's done that a lot this year, too. Wow. Yep. Yeah, he definitely looked like much more like the Jared Goff we've been used to throughout the year. Yeah, uh, today mm-hmm. his so tiny, welcome tiny back, hands sir. held onto the ball for each of those sacks. <laughs> so credit to Goff, like stud. Uh, the, the Lions will. <laughs> I mean, Frank Ragnow continues to just like barely hang in there this year. <laughs> Seems yeah. like every time, uh, every time there's like a pile, I, I'm worried that Frank Ragnow won't get up, and he didn't. Uh, well, he was out for. That did change a lot game. with this offense too. When Ragnar yeah, Sorsdal is just not up to pass Sors- protection right now. Sors- Sors- no. nice. He needs more violent hands. That one spin move, he just kind of like puts his hands out in front of him, like like I don't know what he's like. He's going to catch the guy, and the guy just like freaking spins right into his left arm and just sealed him right off, straight up the middle. Luckily, Goff saw coming and was able to get rid of it. But I think that was the one where St. Brown messed up the throw. But uh. Like, yeah, he is struggling in that pass, bro. And same with Sewell, though. What the hell was that today? Like Sewell had a couple of rough moments today. He got he, he just he just threw missed completely on that. That's a couple of weeks in a row now. Uh yeah. he's been a little a little a off. Stretch. I wonder I if he's know. injured or something. Because that's just unlike him. <laughs> but see, like you talk about like Frank be worrying about Frank Ragnar. I just worry, like, as soon as we get all five, you know someone's getting injured. <laughs> like, yeah. as yeah. soon as we're at they full strength yeah. one dude is going down soon you just know it. it's like ridiculous i think that is really critical to a deep playoff run is if the o-line can get healthy 
Yes. They mm, all get healthy. Agree. I yeah, that's why they need a clinch the division. Uh, I mean, they might be battling for a two or three seed here at the end if they keep up the pace. But, or a uh, one seed because we're still in seed. range. Yeah, the Eagles I, just lost today. They only need to lose one more to tie them. I yeah, I'll, I'll I'll update that really quick. So the Eagles lose. They go to ten and two. Um, still a game over San Francisco and the Lions at nine and three. San Francisco would have the tiebreaker over the Eagles. Uh, the Lions, Lions would need a lot of help to leapfrog these two because uh, San Francisco has a better San Francisco and the Eagles both have a better conference record uh, right now. Yeah, so. the Niners look good too. They, just, they did. They look great today. They rolled they today. Yeah, they, when they're all healthy, they look really good. When they're not all healthy, uh, it's a star-led team. Like they don't have a lot of depth behind their stars. They're really exposed. But when all their stars are playing, it's uh, they're probably the best team in the league when they're completely healthy. Right. They they, they look really really good. <laughs> but for a stretch, they're like Trent Williams, George Kittle, Debo Samuel were out. Um, they didn't. They look like one of the worst teams in the NFL actually. But then they get these yeah. guys in. Uh, it's a different. I don't know how the Lions are possibly going to get any sort of pass rush on that offensive line <laughs> um, without some major changes. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. At some point, you got to look at scheme <laughs> changes. Personal Aaron Glenn will figure it out. Yeah, that's right. If anybody will, Connor, it's Aaron Glenn. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Aaron Glenn will figure it out. Um, well, after that, then it's the Falcons as a four. Cowboys are nine and three as a five C, which is. Tough break for them, but they do play the Eagles next week. They could leapfrog them. I never um, feel bad for the Cowboys. Yeah. Never. Uh, I hate them. Minnesota's on a bye oh, week. They're still the sixth seed at six and six. The Rams won. Uh, the, the Lions and Rams are dangerously close to playing in a playoff game against each other. Lions Rams <laughs> could be the playoff match. Wouldn't that be something, oh, man? man? Oh, God. We better that get, be something. get pass rush. Effort against his there. old team. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do we have to ban Kid J for a little bit? If the Rams we might have to. Like we might. We might. We might. He's predicting Rams victories and stuff. In he our might camp. sabotage the pod. He might. <laughs> On the Seahawks are out. Everyone knows as our now. pod goes, the Lions go. So. Yeah, he, he could probably make it look like we're all wearing Ram stuff or something, you know, like oh, that's technical prowess, like that. you know, like he can do something. To sabotage it's AI, it. man. I don't like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Seattle's at eight, six and six. They're out of the playoff punt. And then Green Bay's playing right now. They're up 14 to 12. They are. Um, I live bet wait. the Chiefs when they were down <laughs> big. It's 14 to 12 right now. They're that's a good bet, Ken. That's a good point. Out of the Hunsey? Thank you. No, they're out of the playoff right now. They're not. You said playoff hunt. That's what you okay. No, uh, and they're the nine they would be they're in the ninth seed right now. If they win this, they're game, in the hunt. They get above uh Seattle, actually. I so. saw the Bears were technically in the hunt graphic. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> they I mean they're they're two games out of the playoffs. I actually yeah. would not be mad yeah. if both like the the well, it's probably impossible. If like the Packers or the Bears made the wild card. I really don't I like I like when your division gets repped as long as we win. I don't want the Bears <laughs> making the playoffs because I mean, yeah, because I beat the Lions. I don't either. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll the, if the Bears are making the playoffs, they have, they'll they'll beat. If they make the playoffs, they would have to have beaten the Lions. Oh well, then never mind. Sunday, never mind. Um, where the Lions, obviously, after the home game against the Bears, the Bears are not going to be an easy game. Uh, nope. no division game ever is really. Uh, no NFL game is an easy especially game. when Aaron Glenn is going the against a mobile quarterback. There are exceptions. The Panthers yeah. or the Patriots. It's a little easier. I mean, yeah, on a given day, maybe, but like on what they might also just show up and roll your ass. You never know in the NFL. The Patriots would be just, such a get right game for our defense. I wish we could play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Their no offense kidding. is so bad. 
it's unbelievable it's unbelievable it is unbelievable it's like so i guess it was brady after all belichick's probably (laughs) gone after this year it's crazy our belichick i'd resign after this i'd quit yeah before you you go you get fired some sorry ass team is gonna hire him too. like if people think the jets offense is bad the patriots have scored uh 23 points less than them uh they scored 148 points this year the line scored wow 180 more points than the patriots are. <laughs> that's crazy 148 points the patriots have scored that's that's not good oh my god that's horrible. It's about 12 points a game Jeez, a little over but uh anyways um yeah, uh, so the Lions right now, if the season ended today, they'd be playing the Vikings in a playoff game. Uh, but obviously, oh, wow. subject to major change because the Lions play the Vikings twice amongst, you know, there's still five weeks left in the season. That's yes. Crazy. We still got it going. Let's run, baby. The Lions did get flexed to Sunday night in two weeks against yeah. the Broncos at home in Detroit. So that's pretty cool. The Lions play great in primetime. Maybe that's what they need, just to play primetime. Yeah. Anymore. And the playoffs will be primetime. So we yeah, they will. Time. That's what we won't Saturday lose. Game, actually. Uh, so we can't like, lose. The regular season is usually a pretty bad reference for the playoffs. The playoffs are a whole new season. So if, once we make it, it's just a whole new season and everything changes. It's a re- new slate. The t- once you're in the tournament, baby, all bets are off. Like it's, you know, and this team has at least the tools, I think, to be able to pull it off. You know, will we have to overcome some deficiencies? Maybe, you know, yes. Fine, I'll let the cooler down for a second. Yes, we have them, guys. We have deficiencies, <laughs> but uh, I still think we got enough that you know, if we play the ball, we know this team can. Like, we can beat anybody. I still believe that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, we definitely believe we can beat them. It's just, uh, I just think we have to rely too much on our offense. Yes, and you know, and what about it, it's how, we're going to go as far as our offense takes us, basically at this point. Maybe UJ spitting facts over there. Spitting you know who facts, also went baby. On a, you know who also went on a bad off or yeah. a bad defense and a good offense last year? The Chiefs won the Super Bowl with that formula, so it's possible. Their their defense is much their defense was not bad though. Yeah, their great. defense was not that bad. <laughs> it might have been not the number one defense, but it was pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I think you're confusing average defenses with the worst defense, <laughs> which is us right now. Oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> we still had two turnovers. We won the turnover margin today. It's all right. We did. We did, which is super key. Yeah, absolutely. That was key. <laughs> Only I, they re- rec- rectified that. I mean, this was a game where they were booing their starting quarterback in the first quarter and end up. Uh, going wild for him and missing him by the fourth quarter. So. <laughs> I wanted well, I mean, Jameis in this game. And like, we got him. Yeah. That's sweet. Love him. Playing a team so. like the Saints though is like kind of like riding a bronking bull though. Like they're a, they're not like an all around terrible team. They're they're a bad overall team, but they are not an untalented team. Like their offense is not un- like they put up a lot of yards. They move the ball a lot. We you know let them score a little more than most teams do, but. Like they're they're a prideful, talented team. They just aren't a good overall team, and you that's that's what we are. I think the Lions are a, a really good overall team with deficiencies in certain places, but we play as a team and we play complementary football, like Dan Campbell is pushing for. And yeah. when you keep doing that, anything's possible. And that's I mean, where I'm not. Worried. We're definitely a good team. We're nine and three. Like right. no one, right. exactly. none of us are arguing that. I think we're just concerned with the defense, well, I know. the sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. As Bob Marley would say. 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the Lions only have one road loss on the year, which is pretty. You know, That's pretty remarkable. Especially for Lions history yes. on the road. It's yeah. even more remarkable. Um, but the Lions have five games left. So they travel to Chicago this Sunday. Um, and what is the weather in Chicago? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. That impacts golf to a degree historically. Uh, yeah, but when you got Gibbs and Montgomery, who cares? It's going to be 36 and cloudy on Sunday. Yep, 36 All and right. cloudy. That's right. That's actually a great day uh, for Chicago nice day. in early it December. Is. Perfect. Uh, perfect weather. Yeah, so if it stays like that, if it's rain or something, that'll make it a little more interesting. Um, so, anyways, uh, we travel to Chicago. Then home on Saturday night in prime time against the Broncos on the 16th. Um, then on Christmas Eve, we get the gift of the Vikings in Minnesota. Then mm. the Cowboys on Monday Night Football on December 30th. Uh, and then New Year's Eve. And then the Vikings at home to end the season. That's hey, the Christmas game. Eve, what time is that game? Noon. <laughs> it's a nooner. Okay. Good Good afternoon <laughs> you can go to church so, before yeah. you go to church. Yeah, go to church the night before. House you of right. <laughs> <Blasphemous>. Praise be. <laughs> well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, I just wanted to talk about Gibbs and Montgomery a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. Yeah, we could talk about that. We but should. They had, a tre- they had a tremendous performance today between the two of them. They put up some numbers and they were really good. And I, I just, especially Gibbs, really efficient. Eight Gibbs is getting yeah. so good now. Like his cuts and like the way he's settling down and like in these places where the space is eaten up and he still is like, he's not panicking and just putting his head down and, and like diving into a pile. He's like reading it, stepping back in and around a dude and then like churning four again, some yards. Like he is looking so good right now. And the combination of those two, I think is just, that's a big reason why our offense is, you know, so good. And Gibbs' toughness is, I, I don't know if it's underrated or not, but man, he just, it doesn't matter. Like he can run middle of the line through mm-hmm. the, it doesn't matter. And he gets hit, he gets knocked down, he jumps right back up. You feel just confident in this kid that, that he's, he's going to handle anything that comes, you know, where, yeah. you know, so it, it's really fun to watch. It's, it's so much fun. This, this combo is incredible. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Gibbs gets more carries in a playoff game. Maybe they're saving him a little bit for the end because, I mean, he's definitely the more explosive of the two. Yeah. I mean, Montgomery fills his role, and he's looked very good in that role, un- undoubtedly. But uh, Gibbs just offers a little more, especially as he gets more comfortable with his vision and stuff in the NFL. That's why I, I don't know. You balance, the balance is perfect because you don't want to cut away at his lifespan in the league any more than you have to. And if you need to lean on him, fine. But if you don't, all the better to have two good guys like that and and let Montgomery because Mon- when Montgomery's in there, you you know he can hit a home run too. He he had a seventy five yard of the season. Like, and I just think now it's really nice because Gibbs doesn't have that like hesitancy or that like uh, shyness that he had early on, and he's really starting to thrive out there. And it's just making this offense that much more lethal. Yeah, and credit to our run blocking, credit to the play calling for the run. Yes, uh, totally. That continues to be. Elite uh, for the NFL. And just one, one comment on that uh, JMO end around that double reverse. Uh, he was 15 yards back of the line of scrimmage when he got that ball. <laughs> 15 yards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think of that. It took a long time to develop, too. It was like a. I know. He had to run so far. <laughs> it was 
He's yeah, that was just amazing. You know, and I will say that one thing about our defense is when the Saints try to do anything long developing like that, we tended to chew it right up. Like we were blowing stuff up in the backfield. Honestly, the most annoying thing right now is that it's just sitting in the pocket and passing is like our worst enemy. <laughs> we need to get better at stopping. Yep. But yep. uh yeah, he anyway. tore that angle up so fast. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, I'm excited to look, go back and look at this film, at, at least from an offensive side of things. Um, yeah. And we got two turnovers. Ball. We did. They're get, gifts. Uh, I mean, we took advantage. The Brian Branch one was a good play still from us. The other one was literally get like just fumbled it right to our guy. Um, yeah. So, and you know, like this defense though, like it's weird because like they do get beat, but like it they make it harder on offenses than it seems with the stats would tell because it seems like we'll like make a couple good plays and then they'll convert like a third and seven or something <laughs> third long is killing they're us. just not yeah, consistent enough killing us well yeah I and that is something that's been consistent in the eric glenn era too by the way. Um, they were they de- better down the stretch actually last year the second half of the season last year but outside of that that uh, including this year it's been not not so great uh it's bringing me back to two years ago in the first year of the England defense. Uh, <laughs> hmm. But. Her first half last year defense. Yeah. Yeah. That too. But all right. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, all right. The Lions win 33-28. Another great victory. Nine and three. They move to another step closer. Yeah. Yeah. To um, the playoffs. And it'll be really interesting to see what happens in this Packers game. Uh and see if the Lions can get another game on them. Although I don't know, I don't know if you guys had a game on the background. We're doing this. Jordan Love threw like a backwards pedaling twenty yard pass on fourth and one to convert. Yeah, that was impressive. Oh, jeez, brutal, brutal. Hey, the Packers. Like honestly, our division is not that far away from being pretty damn tough. Like, like I think every team, like even the Bears, are not that far away from being decent with a few right moves. Yeah, they've been defense. The Lions will be challenged again next year. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. So we'll wrap it up here. Um, thank you for everybody who uh, watched us on YouTube tonight. That's at DTBK. If you didn't, if you're listening on the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, search for DTBK. Search for Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Subscribe to the channel so you get notified of our live streams, usually on Sundays at 8 p.m. Although we'll have some different times with these uh, Lions, the Lions played in prime time um, a few of these later ones of the season. Um, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter slash X at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts on this Lions team both on the offense and the defensive side of the ball. Um, and thank you to our producer. KJ. KJ. Kid, Kid J. J. Good one. Thanks to our producer, Kid J, for doing a great job on the podcast. Really appreciate that. Thanks to sidelinereport.com for contributing uh, or uh, supporting the podcast, I should say. Um, and thank you to our listeners, especially to you, for sticking around with us all year, drinking blue Kool Aid along with us as we march on to the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> we want to thank everybody for listening. Have a great night. And last but not least, as always, Go, 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 Lions! Lions! Oh, we're down the field. 
a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain Alliance victory. Go! Go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.